Yo, you like to the official morning show, Kills in the morning on 92 KELZ. New music, new artists, new sound. It's your favorite DJ, the only DJ that can write your speakers, DJ Kills. And you already know who it is, man. It's your dog, Will Not. Official Will Not. And we locked in on your airways every day, Monday through Friday from 6 to 10. Kells, what we got in the studio? Who we got in man, studio got with us right very, now? Man. Very, very, very special guest in the studio. Mm. Got LaRon Tate. Lamar Tate yeah. and Lorenz Tate, or as y'all know him, Governor Tate. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he on his way. For sure. Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming. It's oh, a family yeah. right here. It's so beautiful. Congratulations, Kels, what y'all are doing. This is so beautiful. proud of y'all. Thank you so much. The family is yes. part of our family. We're part of you all's family. Yes, we yes. truly appreciate all the things that the Hampton family has done for you know the city of, of Houston. Mm-hmm. And, um, just been pillars of the community for so long and sustaining things and always reaching out and reaching back, which is so important, but also expanding you all's, uh, you know, branch, branches and your, your, your the brand is, brand is real. Switch the brand up. Brand is real. Y'all are always expanding. Y'all always are doing things. And, um, you know, we see you all as, uh, inspirations, you know, mm-hmm. what y'all uh, are doing. And it's always passing down that generational, uh, legacy. Yeah, so most definitely. So we we happy to be here rocking with <laughs> Miss Kells. Ninety two Kells. Day. So speaking of family, you know, you guys are a really tight knit family. Sure. Yes. Um, you have a own production company. Mm-hmm. Um, also with the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Bronxville. Bronxville. Yes. Bronxville. Yes. So tell us a little bit about Bronxville, first and foremost. Um. So Bronxville is something that uh, you know, we have been working on for a long time. It's a, a story of um, a, a black community uh, set in the 1920s and the 30s, coming out of you know Jim Crow South. Mm-hmm. Uh, into Chicago mm-hmm. on the South Side, where it was a community that you know were people that looked like us. And it's called right. Bronx, mm-hmm. and this is a community that was self-sufficient, where you know um, at a time where we didn't think as Black folks that we could attain the American dream mm-hmm. because of you know Jim Crow and before that you know 100 years, you know two 300 years of slavery, and so we get to a place where you know Black folks have their own banks. Black folks have their own, you know, uh, wealth, if you will. Um, like the Black Black Wall Street. Yeah, Very much like that. Very and much. These are these are things that you know, most communities in in America, sort of how they you know, were set up. They had their own banks. They had their own grocery stores, right. hospitals, hospitals, police, you know, museums, things yeah. that represented their culture. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we wanted to uh, really tap into that because this was a time where. You know, uh, people who were um, seen as, you know, racketeer, racketeering, running numbers and stuff, was, was seen as, you know, um, a, a legal enterprise. Right. Which they then turned into something that was far more um, prominent uh, for, for the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, other communities were doing bootlegging, they were selling alcohol to build their communities mm-hmm. and all kinds of other corrupt things. Black folks were just running numbers. You know, we were just, you know, um, eventually what that dynamic right. uh, became was the, um, the Illinois, Illinois lottery. State, state lottery. Mm-hmm. And so black folks have a lot to do with the lottery. We want to just kind of tell the story about that time and that era. And I feel like we've kind of gotten away from that in a real way where, you know, the Hampton family represents <laughs> what, you know, people of Bronzeville, you know, being 
uh, business, business owners and doing things with family, right. you know, and being pillars of the community. And what right. I mean by that is finding ways to uplift their, their, their people and their own as enrich, opposed to enrich yeah, the community. As opposed to always just going to knock on other folks' doors. Right, and, right. You know, we we can do what we need to do if we come together. Right. So right. we wanted to do a, a podcast about that, and it's been doing really well. Um, it starts, Twenty million downloads. Yeah, it stars. Wow. You, know, wow. Yeah, you guys can talk a little bit. Yeah. About it, the first season stars Lorenz, um, Lamar, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Tracy Ellis Ross, Tika Sumter, Omari Hartwick, and um, Wood Harris, Wood Harris mm. Corey Hardrick, and a host of other folks that came to play. Uh, the second season, which we are actually doing the post-production on in terms of the music side of it, um, we're working with a, a company that did the, the pro producing team that actually, they produced Nipsey Hussle's last album. They did, they won a, a Grammy last year for Boot Up. It's called 1500 mm -hmm. or Nothing. Mm -hmm. And they are doing the music this year, as, I mean, this season as well. And uh, that's kind of what we're doing is putting the music together. But the, the vocal edit in terms of the script, part of it has finished. So uh, right now we, we have uh, this season coming up, we have Mackay Pfeiffer and Layla Hathaway have been added okay. to the, the, the cast. Second along, season. Yeah, along with uh, Harold Perrin and some other people. Dope. I'm yeah. really excited about that. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be hot. Most definitely. So how is it working together? Uh, it's a, it's something that we've been doing for a long time, as y'all right. know us, you know, exactly. since you was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Real baby. Real baby. Um, <laughs> no, we've always sort of been working together behind the scenes, mm -hmm. wanting to create our own ideas and create our own stories. Right. You know, um, and it's been, you know, it's been a long road when it's finally right. sort of, sort of paying off. And mm -hmm. so people understand sort of the dynamic. Laron is the head producer he runs our company he does all the day-to-day -day everything mm -hmm. um he sits and meets with executives on projects that you know we can come and produce um he sits down with you know the creative people producers writers directors um lamar and i you know have a lot of connections with actors mm -hmm. and other you know talent in that space and what we try to do again is just try to create synergy and tell um, uh, stories and that's ultimately what, what we do mm -hmm. in the meantime uh while that happens you know, lamar and i you know continue to stay in front of the camera you know because you know we can't produce everything we want right. to do as much as we possibly can yeah. but True. you know there's great projects like power so hello yeah. you're part of that yeah. you know what I mean? so yeah. as an actor we can kind of float and do our own thing and um but Laurent also i you know finds um you know intellectual properties whether they're books their stories or articles that we can mm -hmm. turn into make make them into stories um, and not to seem like i'm doing all the work the guys lamar and Lorenz both bring projects my way you know or mm -hmm. bring certain people to my attention right. in terms of writers or execs that I should meet. Mm -hmm. And what they meet, and they was like, well, why don't you sit down with my, my partner? And I usually just take the million vets situation out. And if there's some synergy there, well, then we put it together. And when it comes to the money, we send them all to Leron. <laughs> 100%. All day. We send, them to, we send them to the big bro. Yeah. And so that's part of how our, our business is structured. And, you know, he's also very much involved with our um lives as, as what we are doing in terms of actors, right. performers. So LeRon, you know, he deals with all of that. And it's kind of nice to, to be able to, to do that with mm -hmm. someone that uh, you trust and you know understands mm -hmm. 
what you some of your needs your your, your desires and your wants are so yeah. he uh he makes sure everything is 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 easy and it's kind of nice to kind of bring him up because mm-hmm. he's always playing the background yeah, exactly. yeah, hard yeah. and i out front it's nice to kind of bring him and be a part of that but i enjoy working with my brothers i always tell them i yeah. said listen I, I i i'm happy to do things but you know as an actor but my real real true joy is when i can work with my brothers right Speaking, speaking of working with your brother. Yeah. So um, episode 14 of Power, yeah. the premiere, we watched the premiere last night. Yes. And Lamar made his debut in the Power episode. Yes. Which was very special because he actually paid, played your brother yeah. in the episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How was that? Lamar, talk about it. It was uh, amazing um, to be a part of the Power family, number one, uh, number one show and cable and to be alongside my brother mm-hmm. my younger brother it was amazing um so many people ask when they see us or through social media man when are you and your brother gonna do something when are you brother <laughs> and i finally was able to put something out in social media by saying you know it's been a long time coming but it's here now yes and i think that we delivered what we feel is some of the work to be seen for the present and for the future. Mm -hmm. So it's a great time, great experience. When was the last time y'all worked together? Like in 1989. 1989? 1990. 1990. Yeah, 1990. I think it was 1990. Little kids. Yeah, youngest. We're youngest. I always say we didn't even have facial hair. Lamar did. I did not. I had a beard. I was about his hand with a beard. But hey, that's a different story. Mustache Lamar. Do y'all remember that project? Yeah, of course. Tragedy. It was a movie of the week and um, it was about, you know, how the seeds of, of these cocoa leaves yeah. leave one country and gets here. And, you know, the process of, from cocoa seeds to cocaine. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the whole drug uh, trade and, you know, what that is. And Lamar and I played brothers then. Yeah. And he had, a, I think, a big, he had a much bigger role. I played his younger brother and wrong time. Um, wrong place the wrong time and my character you know uh, character gets killed and you know it breaks his heart because you know he was responsible, he was responsible. I was responsible almost kind of like moment. how Tariq is same dynamic so uh, it's interesting we come years later and we're now you know in this power universe Mm -hmm. and we're sort of dealing with some of those similarities but on a whole different level Mm -hmm. so it was really nice for us to come full circle and as adults Mm -hmm. playing responsible (laughs) (laughs) characters and you know the Kamal character that Lamar plays really balances Rashad out because Rashad is a person who comes into anything what you know full steam ahead he's going to get what he needs done no matter what at any cost and it's nice that we are able to see that he is he can get he can get sunned every now and again you know because mm-hmm. when ghost tries to sun him it's like yo i'm gonna I'm put a you know pistol to you right but you can't do that with your brother right yeah. so it's like you know at that moment you see some dynamics where 
their kids again, even mm-hmm. though they're adults, they're back and forth talking about their childhood, and it's kind of nice. Real banter. Definitely, Real banter. Yeah. I know the bike was mentioned, and right. you know yeah. all that stuff. So you, see, you can see those nuances. And Eric Haywood, who wrote this script, understood those nuances, and mm-hmm. we really wanted to zero in on things that people can say. Yes, those are real brothers. There's nothing manufactured. They probably right. was fighting yeah. in between scenes, <laughs> like for real. Yeah. We wanted to make sure all of that came um, to fruition. And if there was any banter that we have been holding over the years, we got it out then and there on screen. So it was kind of, it was definitely nice. Yeah. So, so who, who set the example? Who led the way when it comes to the acting? Who was, uh, you know, the first person? I don't know if it was you who, you know, pursued acting first and then you followed or what was no, the... You know what? We had come from Chicago to California and it was the summertime and uh, we were active and technically it was all of us at the same time because mm, our father wow. was like, listen, this energy y'all holding from Chicago, we don't want it in the streets. Mm. We're going to find some something productive for you all mm. to do. Right. And um, he found this summer workshop program. And uh, from there, man, that's where it all started. It yeah, yeah. Laurent was the first one to uh, get the attention of, right. yeah, of an agent, a talent agent. Mm. And she had some some successful um, actors on some shows and she wanted to sign him. She wanted to sign Lamar. And um, my pops was like, yo, you, you got to take them all. You can't just mm-hmm. take, take the one, the one yeah, or two right. of them and leave yeah, yeah, the yeah, little yeah. one. Definitely so a package deal. Bring, bring, bring the little one along. <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. She brought she brought me along and we're still doing it. Yeah. And, and a fun fact, Leron is truly an actor first. Leron uh, mm. <laughs> used to mm. get down. I mean, a lot of people, you know, um, still remember him from, from those days, you know, because he would you know, being plays with the Don Cheetos of the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've been knowing a lot of these top actors who've been around for a long time right. through Laron. And um, he made the, the transition because in this industry, business is really the leading mm-hmm. factor. Right. You know? And so he recognized very early, like somebody out of this crew needs to jump in the business aspect right. of everything. Yes, exactly. And so, you know, he started writing, went to UCLA, started doing more business, mm-hmm. writing, directing, producing the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And so again, it's been a long road. It's still a long road, but we're in it for the long haul. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a journey, it's a marathon and not a sprint and we understand that so along the way we've been able to meet some incredible people we've been able to work with incredible people Mm -hmm. but at the at the end of it all integrity is something that we lead with and we want to leave that with people that these are men of integrity so so being in the the golden era media movies itself um you know y'all working with Neil Long Omar Epps Helen Martin um you know Martin him, himself and Lawrence um how how's it different from today's industry you know the, the the digital era you know kicking off you know due to the the television era um i mean there's a lot of new talent that are, that are coming up um we've been again fortunate to work with some really amazing actors and directors and producers and actresses yeah but you know there's room it's room for like the new the new people that are coming along right, right. you know we, we, so. were, we were able to put uh Timmy in our first and in, in his first movie wow. with Deuces that's on. Oh Netflix yeah, right Deuces, now. yeah, yeah. Mm. So it, you know, it, it's a give and take. You know, Saya, the, the rapper, mm. put her in it. Lorenz picked her out, yeah. found her, and it's like, look, it makes sense that 
you you gotta bring the other talent along and you know there are people that came before us mm -hmm. and we're kind of standing on their shoulders mm -hmm. and, and you know you, you the example that you set going forward matters and right. you know there's some people that are that are here for a moment and then there are people here that's going to be here for a while right it's right. a space and place for those who are in a di digital form of you know those 30 seconds to you know minute right little skits that they do and it's funny for where that platform lies but at the end of the day you got to be able to sustain 60 minutes 30 minutes mm. and hold that same energy with people and i think that's the only thing that those who are starting or you know finding next success in that world they need to understand that part. yeah that's cool and it's, i mean there's no shade oh, yeah, on them yeah no, right you're talking about social right. media folks definitely, definitely yeah, understand that's what but, I think you but yeah as well. that mm -hmm. that's fine i mean again it's technology and if you know people can become mm -hmm. relevant or people can have the exposure that they want on these platforms absolutely yeah. we encourage it you don't have to um, wait yeah, right. That's yeah, the, that's right. So, right. That's the beauty yeah. of it. Yeah, whatever you're doing. Um, I'm not sure if some of the actors or actresses or the the folk that are on these social media platforms actually translate to mm -hmm. the kind of quality, right, of <laughs> some train. of the people that right. we've talked mm -hmm. about. Right, and, right, right. And maybe that's not their interest, and that's fine too. Right. You know, I don't know. It's to be determined. It's up to them. Mm -hmm. But I think their platforms are fine. I, I support yeah, them. But also, like. Right now, with technology in the era that we're in, you don't really need to have permission. You don't have to ask for permission. And right. I think that's something that we really love. We encourage people. We People, you know, say they want to be an actor. They want to be a director. They want to be, you know, radio show host. Do it yourselves. Right. And you can right. because right. Right. you will that find that there's an there. audience that aren't always looking for the traditional mainstream Hollywood or media way to do things. Content is king. So they provide a platform with said content, whether it's good or bad, that's for the audience to determine. Right. Yeah. And I encourage that again for for those people who want to be in the business or who want to create um, content uh, content for themselves I, I encourage it because a lot of them would not be accepted or welcomed mm -hmm. truly mm -hmm. in Hollywood and flourish mm -hmm. the way that they are able to do it on these different platforms without you know, asking for permission right? right so it's really important that they can continue to do that because mm -hmm. how else will some of these people that we know now be recognized exactly you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. without it's true. training or you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is right. it's like so it's kind of nice and it gives the bigger mainstream media an idea of mm -hmm. what people actually Can like do. Because yeah. if you're locked out and you're excluded True. or you're not in, you're True. not included, how are you gonna know what people want? Right. Yeah. Keep, right. They keep recycling some of the same stuff, mm -hmm. the same formula. And, and the same so, people. And the same people. The same so people, it's yeah. nice to be able to mix up the formula a little bit. So we are advocates of that. Yeah, we support say, that and say, listen, stay stay true to your dreams. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, there's outlets for that and yeah. that's what they're doing and, and we support that. But at the same time, you know, no one can ever really like somebody came up to Lorenz today while we were out in the bottom. was like, man, how do I go about being an actor? Do I stay here? Do I move about? And he gave him some sound advice. But the point is, you could start by putting yourself, get a monologue, film yourself, post it. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to see it. Somebody's mm -hmm. going to give you some um, uh, 
So critique. Critiquing mm. that would be helpful for you. And then you just balance and go from there. And who's to say what the technology is going to be like 20 years from now? Right. You know, right. what what, the, what this platform <laughs> is going to look like. So right now we may not be consuming the media that we consume today the same way we will tomorrow. So, you know. Right. There you go. Definitely understandable. Before y'all get out of here, Lorenz, I just want to say, when you first came into the Power Family, I was not a fan of your character. Mm. And I just had <laughs> to get that off my chest yeah. while you was here. Tate was aggravating and irritating yes. you. And I wanted him to do that to the very last T. I always say, listen, either you're going to love him or you're going to hate him. Don't put me in the middle. So if I was able to do that to someone that I know that is a part of my family, then I did what I needed to do. Was I was like, your man, he's, just, he's getting on my my nerves every episode, but I love them. <laughs> I appreciate that. That is a compliment. Thank you so much. I love you for it. So you got anything, anything coming up? Uh, you want to give us a little teaser? You know? Well, you know, there's a lot of great things that are going to be coming out. And we won't talk about We're going to come back and visit y'all. With <laughs> okay. yeah. It's official. We appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Come back and visit y'all and let y'all know what's going on. Well, we appreciate you guys coming through. It's always love. You know, it's always family. It's always a home here. Um, can't Be wait to see. Hold up, hold up. Before we get out of here, is there Love Jones 2 coming? Nah, I wish, now, I, that's my I, movie. Wish, I wish I could say that we're having a Love Jones 2, uh, but right now, it doesn't look like it's gonna happen at the moment. But at the moment, again, we can do we something. Hope. We can do something with Neil Long. Write something. Write something for me and Neil Long. For sure. Y'all sure. write something. I'm putting it out there right <laughs> now. Somebody write, write something for me and, me and Neil Long. And then we just do, do a little something, something better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, All yeah. Right. yeah it's gonna be a classic for sure. Already. For sure. All right, man. It's Kells in the morning. The official morning show. H Town. <laughs>